to Today on Broadway for Thursday, December 20th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway Star's James Marino. You, you okay, James? Yeah, I sort of lost my voice. Oh, yeah. I said, I, I apparently the thoughts and prayers that I encouraged everyone to send you didn't work. They, they didn't try hard enough. They didn't, they didn't believe hard enough. They didn't clap hard enough. So, Tinkerbell is still very much dead, apparently. Oh, Tink. Oh, if you if you if you like do the whole like Otter McDonald saving your voice thing and just like do a, do a, do a really loud stage whisper, that might be better for you. I think I can borrow Robbie's uh, I'm on vocal rest button from Patty Lapone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, let's not make you talk more than you have to. Let's get okay. on to the, the uh, news. All right. Netflix to remake Harvey. Yes, James, fresh on the success of Springsteen on Broadway, Netflix is making the natural jump from the boss to a six-foot, perhaps imaginary, rabbit. Deadline is reported that after a number of false starts from Hollywood over the years to bring this beloved story back to the big screen, the streaming service is going to do it with the writers of Shrek 2 and the Smurfs franchise. Now, before you turn your snooty theater nose up at it, remember that Shrek 2 was nominated for a Best Animated Film Oscar back in 2004, although it lost to the original Incredibles movie. Uh, No timetable was announced for the project, but writers J. David Stem and David N. Weiss are currently working on an animated film called The Monkey King, and they are then set to write Disenchanted, the sequel to 2007's live-action-ish Disney fairy tale Enchanted, starring Amy Adams. Now, James, obviously Jim Parsons starred as Elwood P. Dowd in the last Broadway revival of Harvey back in 2012, but I'm not sure that I would go with him for this. Tom Hanks was rumored for a big screen version at one point, maybe a decade ago, to be directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, I, I'm hesitating to, to ask you a question because I don't want to like further exacerbate your vocal damage, but w- what do you think? Uh, uh, Hanks... Parsons, someone else in mind that you think could pull this role off on a on a Netflix version? Well, I, I would first say that my wife would argue with you about Enchanted that it's a Patrick Dempsey movie. Oh, my my bad. Sorry. <laughs> I've never actually seen it. I all I know is no, Adina Menzel's really, in it. Really, really good. I, okay. I like Enchanted. I think it would make okay. a great stage show, stage show. Um so uh yeah. Jim Parsons sounds like a great idea. He's pretty uh, available now, isn't he? Yes. Uh, Big Bang Theory ends Done. its uh, like 57 year run on CBS uh, after the end of the season. Did you did you like him in, in in the role in the last Broadway revival? Or do you even remember at this point with all the shows that you see? The, uh, the boys in the band? No, 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 no. In Harvey, when he did Harvey uh, six or seven oh, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was good. Okay, I love Harvey. So uh, whoever they get it, whether it's Parsons or someone else, I uh, I hope they do it well because I love that story. All right, next up in the news, Colin Quinn to debut a new show at the Minetta Lane Theater. Yeah, on Wednesday, comedian, actor, and writer Colin Quinn announced that he would be bringing his new show, Red State, Blue State, I already hate this thing just because of the title, uh, to the Minetta Lane Theater beginning on January 5th. Of course, if it's at the Minetta Lane, That means that it is a joint project with Audible, who is co-producing and will offer the performance on a service after the run is over. The show is described thusly, and I'm going to be honest with you, these type of things make me a little angry, but we don't need to talk about that here. It's described thusly, quote, Colin Quinn is back and not a moment too soon. The satirical sage from Brooklyn returns with Colin Quinn 
Red State, Blue State, where he lays bare the absurdities, hypocrisies, and calamities on both sides, screw you, of the political divide. This is no witch hunt. Colin is here to own the libs, the conserves, and all of you in between. Yeah, well, maybe don't bother. Um, Bobby Moresco will direct, having helmed Quinn's first Broadway show in Irish Wake back in 1998. James, do you remember who directed Quinn's long story short on Broadway in 2010 and 2011? Eva Van Hova? <laughs> That's usually the Jeopardy answer. That, that is normally the Jeopardy answer, but it is somebody even more um, important in the world of, of entertainment than Eva Van Hova. It was none other than Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that. All right. What do you have in the recommendation section? Okay, I've got two things, two um, very, very different videos. The first comes from James Corden's show on Tuesday <laughs> night. The uh, You know what it is. You've, you've seen it already. It's been everywhere. Uh, the stars of Mary Poppins Returns, Lin-Manuel Miranda and Emily Blunt, stopped by the Tony winner's late night show to perform a cornucopia of musical theater songs. In fact, they performed from 22 musicals. In 12 minutes, uh, they did everything from Cabaret to Chicago, Guys and Dolls, Hairspray, Les Miserables, Fiddler on the Roof, of course, Into the Woods, because the film of Into the Woods starred Emily Blunt and James Corden as the baker and his wife and many, many more. Now, I have to be honest with you, James. Out of that trio, we had a pair of Tony winners. Granted, one was for writing and one was for performing and not in a musical uh, but I got to tell you, Emily Blunt stole that for me. She was by far the best. Maybe she committed to it a little more than those guys did. But I went away from that thinking like, oh, yeah, like she probably should be on Broadway soon. Like if mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway doesn't happen, maybe they should have Emily Blunt play B.O.B.B.I.E. in the company transfer. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. Yeah, I'm, I, I stumble across one every now and then. Um, but the other video that I wanted to recommend, James, um, the, the complete opposite. So as much as I'm loath to admit it, Broadway.com went backstage on opening night at To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, and I don't know what it is, if it's just the videography or the cinematography or how much I love Celia Keenan Bolger and Andrew Sor- or and Aaron Sorkin and, and Jeff Daniels. And I don't know what it is, but they had some shots from cast members in their dressing rooms before opening night backstage. They had uh, Bart Shear and Aaron Sorkin giving speeches before um, everybody got in costume and stuff. And then they had the curtain call. It was very moving to me. And I, I'm not exactly sure why. I mean, I've, I've talked about, I love that show, but um, it was very moving and very, very touching. So it's just like this a minute and two minutes. I think it's two minutes long. So if you want to check that out, if you've seen the show, um, I think you'll probably appreciate it even more. But links to both of those videos will be in the show notes at BroadwayRadio.com. No video from the uh, Mockingbird party? Because, oh, Sorkin knows yeah. how to party. Sorkin knows how to party, but Rudin does not allow those types of things to be covered by the media. Oh, I see. <laughs> All right, Matt, what else do we have to know for today? I feel like we probably shouldn't get into Sorkin rumors like that feels like dangerous territory but anyway um first up Kristen chenoweth will be mad at us 
Yeah. Joe <laughs> Chino will be mad. Uh, anyway, first up, Lincoln Center Theater announced yesterday that Christian Dante White will replace Jordan Donica as Freddie Einsford Hill and My Fair Lady on Broadway beginning on January 8th. White was most recently on Broadway in the ensemble and as the understudy for Cornelius Hackle in Hello, Dolly. Apparently, people who saw him go on for Gavin Creel and maybe Santino Fontana, I don't know if he went on for Santino or not, um, but people who saw him go on in place of Gavin Creel said he was fantastic. So this should be a nice star turn for him as Freddie. And finally, earlier this week, the Broadway-bound musical Limpica held a presentation at the end of a developmental lab. Leading the production were Eden Espinoza, Amber Amon, Nicholas Belton, John John Briones, T. Oliver Reed, Darlicia Searcy, Natalie Joy Johnson, and Kendall Ito. Iman replaced Carmen Cusack, Tony nominee, who co-starred in the Williamstown Theater Festival production uh, this past summer. Now, James, I am no Michael Riedel. I don't have spies all over New York feeding me information. But I did happen to have a source who was in the room uh, for this lab presentation. And and uh, this source said that director Rachel Chavkin, book writer Carson Kritzer, and composer Matt Gould made some remarkable changes to the show to tighten it up, even after it was in really good shape at WTF. They had fantastic reviews out of town, but apparently they made some really smart adjustments to the show. And uh, everybody who was there was very excited to see what happens with it next. Now, Speaking of what happens with it next, we know that Eden Espinosa is heading out on the road for Falsettos' mini tour from the beginning of February to the end of June. So if this information from my source is correct, I would think that producers for Limpica will be trying to find a theater if one magically becomes available somehow um, for any time they can get it next season. Maybe perhaps even in you know, as early as August or something. I, I don't think they would want to for a show like this, but uh, I think they would take a theater whenever they could get one because it is tough sledding out there to find some real estate to stake a claim to. If you would like uh, more information on any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes at broadwayradio.com. Tough sled, no, no snow. No snow. No, I, I saw uh, White Christmas on Tuesday night. That's the That's the problem in the show. Everybody has to leave the Vermont end because there's no snow. It's a it's a it's a heat wave, heat wave in Vermont. What did you think about it? I thought that Karen Ziemba was fantastic. She's wonderful. She's the best. Now she's like the fourth lead in the show. So uh, the fact that I'm leading with that one should tell you everything <laughs> you need to know. But Karen Ziemba is amazing. Oh, that's great. And. You know, the Sorkin thing, you know, maybe Idina can go and fill in for Kristen. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? Let's let's not get cootish in this on uh, either. So anyway, (laughs) all right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Maybe we could insert Sarah Paulson into Kristen Chenoweth's place instead. People are listening to us, and they have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, i got to get out of Studio 60 myself. Yeah, So uh, my name is James Reno from BroadwayVideo.com and BroadwayStars.com. I'm going to uh, try to drink a lot of tea and, uh, and chicken soup and uh, get my voice back. And uh, Matt and I will talk to you tomorrow. Hashtag thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs>